Hey guys, welcome back. So in the last uh, chapter, you heard about Roz in a thunderstorm and she almost got swept off a cliff in a mudslide. So that was probably a pretty scary experience for Roz if she has feelings. Um, I don't know about you, but if I were in that experience, I would be really shaken up. Uh, so let's see what she does next. Chapter 13, The Aftermath. The aftermath is what happens after something is finished. Daybreak and the storm passed, but the sounds of water were everywhere. The air was filled with the dripping sounds of mountain runoff and the sloshing sounds of flooded streams. And then came a very different sound. It was the clanging sound made when a robot slips on a wet rock. There were quite a few clangs that morning. As Roz worked her way downhill, she scanned the aftermath of the storm. Giant mounds of mud and debris had formed below the cliffs. The island's central river had crested its banks and spilled into the nearby fields and forests. Some trees had been uprooted. Others were submerged, their upper branches barely poking above the floodwaters, their lower branches swarming with fish instead of birds. After such a storm, you might expect to see animal corpses scattered among all the devastation but the animals seemed to have survived just fine. Somehow they had known the storm was coming and they had found shelter long before it rolled in. Lowland creatures who had sought refuge on higher ground were waiting patiently for the water to recede. Recede means to go back down. Deer were wading through the flooded fields. Beavers were busily collecting a trove of fallen branches. Geese honked in the sky before splashing down into a watery section of the forest. Clearly, the animals were experts at survival. Clearly, the robot was not. Roz was crusted with mud and grit, so she gave herself another good cleaning, but that only revealed her dents and scratches. They were really starting to add up. She hardly resembled the perfect robot who had appeared on the shore just a week earlier. The wilderness was taking a toll on poor Roz, so she felt something like relief when she spotted the quiet hole in the side of the mountain. It looked like a safe place for a robot. She stomped across the hillside and up to the cave, but never stopped to wonder what might be lurking within. Chapter 14, The Bears. Roz stomped into the cave and then she stomped right back out. Please stay away, said the robot to the two bears who were now nipping at her heels. You see, when Roz stomped into the cave, she accidentally woke a brother and sister bear from their morning nap, which is never a good idea. And to make matters worse, bears have an instinct that drives them to attack when a creature runs away, especially if the creature running away is a mysterious sparkling monster. So as the startled bears watched Roz stomping out of their cave, they really had no choice at all. They simply had to take up the chase. Roz tried her best to outrun the bears. She leaped over rocks and wove through trees and stomped across the mountainside at full speed. But the bears were young and strong and fast, and the robot still had so much to learn about moving through the wilderness. She never even saw the tree root. One moment she was stomping along, and the next moment she was flying through the air and thumping down onto a rotten log. Clumps of soft wood stuck to her side as she stood and faced her attackers. Wouldn't you be afraid if two bears were charging toward you? Of course you would. Everyone would. Even the robot felt something like fear. Roz was programmed to take care of herself. She was programmed to stay alive. 
And as the robot watched those bears charging toward her, she knew her life was in serious danger. The bear slammed into Roz, knocking her against the trunk of a towering tree. Then one bear dove at her legs and the other clawed at her chest. If only the robot had swung her fist or kicked her feet, she could have scared them off. One good bop in the nose would have sent them running. But the robot's programming would not allow her to be violent. Clearly, Roz was not designed to fight bears. Powerful jaws chomped her arms. Sharp claws slashed her face. A massive head rammed her chest. Please stay away, said the robot. Roar, said the sister bear. Grrr, said the brother bear. And then the bears went in for the kill. But the robot had vanished. Chapter 15, The Escape. Using all the strength in her legs, Roz jumped straight up high into the air and landed on a tree branch overhead. The tree shook with a sudden weight of the robot. And then thunk, thunk, two pine cones bounced off Roz. And a moment later, thunk, thunk, the same pine cones bounced off the bears below. The bears grunted with annoyance. This gave Roz an idea. The robot's programming stopped her from being violent, but nothing stopped her from being annoying. So Roz plucked pine cones from the nearby branches and lobbed them down with the bears. Thunk, 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 thunk. Each pine cone bounced off its target with annoying accuracy and whipped the young bears into a frenzy. Roar, said the sister bear. Grrr, said the brother bear. I do not understand you bears, said the robot. Roz was about to unload a whole armful of annoying pine cones when a distant roar echoed through the forest. Back of the cave, the mother bear was calling for these two, and she did not sound happy. The young bears looked at each other. They knew they were in trouble. But before lumbering home, they glared up at Roz and snorted one last time. More than anything, they wanted to kill the robot. Chapter 16, The Pine Tree Roz was in no hurry to leave the tree. She stayed on her branch long after the bears had gone, enjoying some peace and looking herself over. In addition to the bite marks and claw marks, the robot also was also covered in dirt, which of course meant it was time for another cleaning. She was making good progress when she felt something sticky on her arm. The problem with the sitting in a pine tree is that eventually the tree's sticky resin will find you. It always does. And it found Roz. The robot scrubbed and scraped at the resin, and soon her fingers were completely coated with the sticky stuff. Then it was all over her arms and her legs and her torso, and things were about to get even messier. A robin swooped into the tree and began screeching and fluttering around Roz. The bird had recently finished building herself a new nest. It was a little work of art, a delicate basket woven from grass and twigs and feathers, and it was right above the robot's head. Screech! Screech! said the, ro said the robin. I do not understand you, Robin, said the robot. The robin continued screeching and fluttering and then splat. She splattered her droppings across the robot's face. This bird was serious. So Ross scooted away farther out on the branch until she heard a quick, sharp crack. Before Roz knew what was happening, the tree branch snapped under her weight and she went crashing to the forest floor. She hit the ground hard and lay there as broken branches and pine cones and needles showered down on top of her. There was another splat, and then quiet returned to the forest. Chapter 17, The Camouflaged Insect Roz was a mess. She lay under the tree, covered in a heap of broken branches and pine cones and needles. She still had to remove the sticky resin from her body. And then there were the bird droppings. She was about to get up and give herself a rigorous cleaning when she noticed a peculiar twig. The twig was moving. It was crawling along one of the broken branches on the ground. 
With a gentle touch, the robot picked up the twig. Hello, stick insect. My name is Roz. You are very well camouflaged. The stick insect's body was long and thin. He had the same shape and colors and markings as a real twig. But if you look closely, you might just see two tiny eyes and two spindly antennae. The insect didn't make a sound, and he sat perfectly still, as still as the robot. The two of them sat still and silently and stared at each other for a while. Thank you, stick insect, said Roz, as she placed him back where she found him. You've taught me an important lesson. I can see how camouflage helps you survive. Perhaps it could help me survive also.